Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to... My good bad brain, I'm a normal person, so I'm insane. I've got depression and ADHD, but I'm doing better since I medicated me. I'm still not always sure whether I exist or what being a person even really is, but I figured out a long time ago that being alive is good to be back in here again <laughs> uh i'm walking around outside i'm walking grammy i actually walked around and recorded a you know brain breather something like a brain breather uh for the first time in months obviously uh yesterday did it for like an hour it was useless <laughs> it's useless from the wind and um you know i got this little recording device so that I'd be able to walk around and record it. it wouldn't be so fussy. So, you know, I thought, yeah, I have really bad ADHD. So I'm like, if I have even tiny barriers to entry, ah, it's hard for me to do things sometimes. So I got this little thing, put it in my fanny pack, and I proceeded to walk around <laughs> with it in my fanny pack, not make any content for months. And, uh... Mental health stuff is so fucking weird, man. Because it's not uh it's not something you can predict. You know, it's not a it's not a predictive science. You can't say, Oh, someone does these things, these things, so they're gonna do this thing. That means they have this. They have this, they're gonna do this. It's one uh that's defined by already have uh having exhibited a bunch of symptoms, right? And they can say that's something they do. Maybe then you could draw a you know, pattern off of say, well, if they've done that before, they might do it again. Who knows? But where the fuck have I been, man? Where the fuck have I been? You know, there's all these cheesy uh, things that you that you read when you grow up, that you listen to, you hear that that sort of like cliche about like, this is not my beautiful life. This is not my beautiful house. You know, these this notion of... Uh, that you just wake up one day and you're like, where the fuck did I go? Where have I been? And this is a very much more microcosmic version of that, I suppose, because it's quite literal. Where the fuck have I been? Where'd I go? You know, I was doing good bad brain with some modicum of consistency for last year and a half or so. I don't know. And we were doing the Sunday thing real consistent. And I was in quarantine, the quarantine calisthenics every day for a while, real consistent. And then I just stopped. 
kind of like reached some place and tell you what, my anxiety's gotten fucking bad. Depression, anxiety, ADHD, whatever. Still doing, you know, medication and stuff. Definitely self-care's limited. I, I did this thing. So much has happened, you know, since I did this good, bad brain thing. And, and, and I'm like so full of self-loathing still. I just don't know if that'll ever go away that, you know, I, I still don't even want to put this up. I don't want to do this. Especially after yesterday, after recording the whole thing and then it not working, just felt like, ah, oh, this is a signal from the universe. Just shut the fuck up and disappear. I have this thing that just does it. I keep fucking shutting up and disappearing. And I don't know. This, this uh, show, it's not a show. Not, I, not in the way, you know, ologies is. Not in the show. Most sh- podcasts, it's not a show. It's like, you know, vaguely about mental health. There have been times when I, like, took stabs at format. But I really feel like, you know, to justify it to myself to do this, I don't know, this sort of diary thing, these brain breathers, these things where I just get on here and talk. Haven't done that in so long. Uh, You know... The one consistent positive feedback that this little project's gotten is that people appreciate hearing somebody who's fucking crazy, I guess. They, like, appreciate hearing somebody just be honest about all this shit that they're thinking and going through. They they appreciate the conversations that uh, I have with other people when they they do the same thing. I don't know. I've noticed there's definitely a tone shift when I'm alone versus when I'm with other people. I I don't know what that is. I can't. I can't always tell, like... What's what's character and what's real or I don't know. Everything is so confusing, man. I mean, I I don't know. Sometimes I think acting really fucked me up. Like I don't know if acting was like a symptom or a cause, but I'm gonna pick up some poop while we're talking. Grammy took a poop. We're very happy when she poops. Very very happy for her. Very proud of our little baby. Imagine if that was it, man. I mean, I'd be proud of myself if I took poops as nice as Grammy does kind of jealous of her regularity to be honest earlier today i was like i don't know what i've been eating but i had like a vaguely normal poop and i was like holy shit this is almost a grummy poop (laughs) it's such good news to me it wasn't even vaguely normal i won't go into it too much but it wasn't very normal you know extremely not not extremely normal uh I told Allie about it, of course, because that's what you do when you live with somebody and you're in quarantine. And, uh, and I don't know, maybe I don't know if there's TMI in other families. I've I've heard that there are, but uh, I was like, oh man, I got a poop that was almost normal today. <laughs> and as I was saying it, I was like, that's weird, huh? <laughs> that is like a special event. If I had fucking a normal poop, that's weird, huh? Do you ever have normal? You have normal poops like every day, huh? It's kind of like this sad nod. <laughs> Oh, excuse me while I pick up this poop. Fucking poop on anything. Got a poopy bag. Gotta pick up the poop. Very well-formed poops. Grab me a good job. Okay. This has been a long time of poop talk. Just so I can keep doing this. Anyway, speaking of pieces of shit, back to self-loathing. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know... I feel like you you take you take time off of something, kind of disappear for a while, and uh, 
And then you start thinking, well, if I come back, it's got to be something triumphant. It's got to be something really good. It's got to it's be worth it, you know? And I kept thinking, oh, maybe today, maybe the morning of the election. Hi, again. I, uh, <coughs> I ran out of batteries. Now, look. When you have fucking mental problems like I do, like maybe a lot of you do, I don't know. Um... You kind of you kind of start to interpret things as like signs all the time. It's really easy to do that. <laughs> and yesterday, I felt like okay, I finally fucking got it together to get over my like self-loathing, which I was about to spiral about anyway. So it's probably good that it cut me off. And uh, I was like, I'm just gonna. There, you know, someone once said that like you know you get a nice bottle of champagne or something, a nice bottle of wine, and you're like, oh, we're gonna save it for a special event. We're gonna save. <clears throat> Ultimately, the wine is the event. You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, the night that you do it is the night that you do it. And that's the event. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, really nice to just, like, have for no reason. Not wait for a special event. Just go, like, yeah, we're doing it now. This is the time. This is the time. And as somebody with ADHD, that kind of impulsivity appeals to me. So, yesterday, when I decided, uh, fuck it, I'll just, today's the day. We'll go try to make something again. Make some fucking check-in about having good bad brains you know honestly somebody just emailed me a few days ago and said i miss uh, my good bad brain that is all i was like sure that's that's an excuse give me that give me that please give me that starfish shit you know what i mean by starfish shit that like uh that like uh the, the person on the beach with after the storm and there's hundreds and thousands of starfish washed up on the beach and someone sees this other person just throwing starfish back in one at a time throwing starfish back in I, i'm saying it like this because i heard it from my theater teacher it was very theatrical and uh and and that like the 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 person who was observing this is like what are you doing why are you doing that you can't possibly save any of those all of those what does it matter or something. I fucked it up. And then the person goes, you can't save all of them. What does it matter? And then the person throwing me goes, it matters to that one. You know? Anyway, when you do anything creative for a living, anything where you feel like you want to try to improve the experience of other people as they wander through this fucking hellscape of pain and anxiety, uh, you tell yourself, hey man, if you positively impact one person's life, that's all it is, man. Matters to that one. That's all it is. That's a life well lived, you know? So I I kind of, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, feel like if it, if it matters to anyone, good. That's enough of a reason to do it. And uh, you know what I'm kind of starting to realize maybe as I'm even talking here and as I talk to allies, I talk to anybody else really, as I talk to anything. I think just the desire to do it justifies itself. It's like fine. You know what I mean? Because... Man, I got a fucking million reasons to not to not do this. Who needs another thirty something white guy meandering into a microphone talking about, you know, their thoughts? I did fucking I did like some stand up comedy class before uh before uh COVID hit, which is fucking hilarious. Speaking of signs that thing, you know, that you take as a sign that you should just quit, you should never do anything. Um should I do stand-up comedy? The 30-something cis white guys thought to himself. I think I have thoughts. 
and uh, and I truly have avoided trying to do it uh, ever because of that. Just because I was like, oh, I was just a white guy. I don't care about. My, I don't. I wouldn't want to listen to me. And then I have to face the, the reality that I would. I wouldn't consume most of the stuff. I don't really even like poems. I love making them. You know, I do like poems, but you know what I mean. I don't like go watching poems that much. I uh, I like mu- the music I like to listen to is usually not the music I make. I like the, I love making music. I love it so goddamn much. You know what I mean? And I, th- I think like this might be the uh, the struggle of uh, life uh, at some level, maybe as, even as a creative. Is just to, but probably just the, I think it extends to whoever is like to not hate yourself so much that you don't even give yourself a chance, or more than that, you don't hate yourself so much that you just like refuse to do anything that makes you happy. That makes you feel like you exist. I'm just so good at turning into a ghost, man. I was thinking about this with the election stuff. Oh, anyway. This is ADHD as fuck, but... <laughs> well, it's a little bit of the nature of the beast. I, I, you know... Yesterday I tried to record up, so I recorded for an hour. And, uh... And then found out that it was just so full of horrible wind sounds with the setup I had recording while I was walking around that I was just thought oh, this is unlistenable, <laughs> useless. And then I was like, oh, I'll, cre- I'll make up, I'll finally do, it. I'll do another poem corner. I'll keep it going, keep it going. That'll just get some creative energy out, do something. And then I swear to God, I fucking tried to upload a fucking one minute video of me reading a poem for like two hours. I kept just like trying to upload this on IGTV. So I was wrong with it. Six, seven times trying to upload. I was just like, oh, fucking, I'm just fucking nothing doesn't want i shouldn't make anything i shouldn't do anything now Allie, she's like hey little challenges like this you just gotta you gotta take it as a like oh i just gotta fight it's just a challenge it's seeing if i really want it you gotta fight harder for what you want not me (laughs) i'm like barrier entry something goes wrong that's a message shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and disappear go away go away and you know what i don't know maybe that is the fucking thing maybe i should just shut the fuck up and go away i kind of think that politically you know what i mean self-loathing but then i'm me and i'm like i only get one fucking chance to be alive so what am i gonna do am i i i kind of figured out i figured out even if uh you know i figured out a little while ago to be honest i'm not gonna fucking cut myself i just figured it out you know what i mean like i went through it i, I got some kind of bot i just know i'm not gonna do it but Knowing you're not going to fucking kill yourself is not the same as wanting to be alive, you know? And uh, that sucks so fucking much. Uh, I think a lot of people go through that and don't know how to talk about it, don't know how to express it. Because once you become problematic in this way, I don't mean problematic in like the, you know, wokey uh, political uh, woke cop stuff I, I mean problematic like a problem like a problem like once you once you just don't have a solution to that problem like okay you feel like you don't want to be alive you don't know what to deal with it, it you you got depression you know and let's say you get to the point where you're like i feel like i want to fucking die all the time but then you're not going to kill yourself and you kind of figure that out but you keep feeling like you want to fucking die that is like <sighs> You, you end up, like, feeling so, like, cry wolf about shit that you just shut the fuck up. You just shut up. And then what happens? Like, when, when you don't have an answer, or you don't know what to do, or you're not riding a high of impulse, you don't have a mission, you don't know what the fuck you do, you, you, you end up t- doing this ghost thing. You just slowly introvert. You start to figure out how to just get through. And, you know, my grandpa was this fucking really quiet guy. Like, he died, like, a year or so ago. And... 
I don't know. He just didn't talk that much. But when you hear stories about when he was younger, though, he he wasn't. I don't think he was like that. There were all these like vivacious stories about these like adventures he'd go on and things like that. And he had a lot of people in his social circle. You know, he did sports till he was really old. He like played handball. He's a handball champion. And uh, and then when he's old, he's like really quiet. And as I've gotten older and I get more quiet, he says as he fucking talks for an hour just to put on a podcast. This is a fucking okay. So whatever. As he got older, he got quieter and quieter. And I've noticed myself doing that. I used to be like so extroverted, like obnoxiously extroverted. Like I would probably fucking not like myself if I met me. <sighs> but I like, that's how I like being, you know? <laughs> so like, what do you do? What do you do? You like being this way. But if you observed yourself being that way, you wouldn't like it. I mean, I like it's a joke at this point. If I instinctively hate somebody, if I instinctively don't like them, it's because they remind me of myself. <laughs> You know, it's because they got qualities. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't like that. <sighs> so this election shit happens and I, I've been really fucking anxious about everything. I just feel like, you know, apocalypse, the root words of apocalypse mean uh, like unveiling, like to like revealing you know? the great unveiling is like apocalypse. And I really think we're like living in that to some degree. At least that's been my experience of things. And it fucking kind of sucks to like learn because <laughs> you learn and you learn and you learn and you start to realize oh fuck there's no not really any good guys and bad guys <sighs> they're all bad guys is what i'm trying to say there are good people i'm not saying they're not good people but i don't think power even corrupts i think like only corrupt people pursue power <laughs> you know i just think that's kind of what it is because if you don't if you're not corrupt you don't care about power. You don't care about being more powerful than people around. You don't have that fucking psychosexual PP issue that you got to figure out. You know, you've worked out your fear. Maybe, maybe some people try to acquire power to protect other people. That's possible. I think that's possible. But for the most part, it doesn't seem like that. And I feel like this great naivete has been lifting off me for like several years. But I've also been experiencing this thing now with the election happening and that it was, it's just so fucking anxious and so awful. And it continues to be. I mean, like, fucking this president, who I do think is a fascist or whatever, he's incompetent, but he is. He's, like, you know, grotesque figure. He's, like, a, some weird nightmare sort of manifestation of our collective uh, vile, grotesque inner core of, uh, you know, Americanism made manifest. But this other thing that we're replacing it with... Um, I don't even think it's, like, less than ideal. I think it's, like, kind of bad, you know? You can't say that, though, because then people will be like, what do you mean? How could you? They That must mean you like Trump. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't at all. I fucking hate that guy. And I do think this is better in the in some sense of, like, optics. But I already see all this stuff that's just going to keep the revolving door, the same grotesque shit. It's going to... They're already making all these choices. There's all this stuff. You know what I mean? And the more you learn... I mean, I think enough people listen to this who are smart enough to know, like, if it protects capitalism, it protects power, it hurts little people. That's what it is. You know what I mean? California is a wonderful example of that. Um, we won't get into the politics of it right now. But you know what I mean? Like, that we're supposedly, like, California. We're supposed to be, like, the, the most liberal fucking state or whatever. But we passed Prop 22, man. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. <sighs> 
So you learn all this stuff and you become so fucking poison brained about stuff of just like how fucking awful things are. Can regular people get a break? I don't, and that's just more of a thing. We're just like, well, fucking, I just want to evaporate, turn into a ghost. Why even try to live in this world? And then you're like, okay, maybe try to help people. Maybe try to do, but you just, I've tried to go participate in some help organizations and things of, you know, just people help, you know, drive stuff to, uh, homeless folks, you know, unhoused, you know, that, that, you know, go down to Skid Row and deliver supplies or I've gone, you know, a couple of meetings in the past of some organizations and they all just seem so beaten down and just so like the system is so fucking rigged against everybody and, and individual citizens, you just accept on like a small community level. You can't do much. You need like huge amounts of capital and movement and, and authority to like make changes and they could do it. The world could do it, and yet they don't. Whoever gets up in the positions to do it just doesn't. And it's so strange. And so this stuff just cascades. It's like feeling so evil. And then on top of it, people that you look to, people that you think are also not naive, there's like this thing that happens. Like It feels like when you get like so woke that you become naive again. Like you get so aware of everything that's awful out there and poison, blah, blah, that like you start to think unrealistic thoughts about what makes somebody a good or bad person, what they're capable of, like not letting things slide. And it just becomes like, oh man, you just, everyone just hates everyone forever. It just feels so hopeless. And I guess I'm guiding you through some of the headspace I've been living in for these months of not doing this and not knowing, being kind of frozen, paralyzed in different states of paralyzation, not knowing what to do, I, I end up throwing it into sort of microcosmic stuff to survive, you know, like house projects, trying to help my loved ones, trying to help out my partner, feeding my dog, smelling my dog. I spend most days just smelling my dog to stay alive. She currently smells like locks and bagels because uh, I think she has some kind of yeast growing in her fur. And I also think she smells like a smoky, smelly fish. And it's the greatest smell in the world. And I love her. Uh, that's, a, that's been helping. That's, my, that's the richest, uh, most intoxicating copium that I have uh, found to imbibe. I... Uh, yeah, feel impossible. The world feels impossible, I feel impossible. And I get caught in these uh, obsessive uh, loops of self-hatred and self-loathing and existential crisis and what's the point of anything and everybody's cruel and blah, blah, and everything's horrifying and it's all going to end badly and this thing that everyone's celebrating and feeling good about, I tried so hard and I really tried really hard not to poison the people around me who were happy. I did my best, but I'm not great at it because I just, I just, I was crying on the day of the election. I was crying about it, you know? I was just, cr I was not out of joy either, like out of frustration because I'm like, you know, I think early on, like about a year, right? Like when Bernie was starting to win some states, there was a feeling like, oh, somebody who gives a fuck about regular people is like, this is going to happen. And they killed his ass, you know, they just, the DNC killed his ass. And now they're talking about this, like two-sided coalition. I just, I was crying the day. The thought that I was having was, I was like, I couldn't help but think that so many of the people who were happy and who consider themselves nice people, like the 60,000 unhoused people in LA, like they'd be just as happy if they all ended up in a ditch somewhere in Bakersfield so that the Olympics would be nice. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't fucking care. They don't care. It's like, and those are like liberals. I just, I just feel like that's what you face a lot of. It's just fucking un, this, 
You know what I mean? Like people just don't want to be uncomfortable. And uh, that's just, that's how I was feeling. Like and everyone's acting like this is fucking revolutionary and shit. Uh, I, I don't know. I was like, there's some positive things about it. You know, I for sure feel like good about that. But I was also just thinking about 70 million people who voted for outright racism. There's no pretending you didn't at this point. It's not a deal breaker for you. You're a racist. That's it. <laughs> and, uh, man, it's been poison brain, man. It's been really rough. Not even getting into, like, climate change and shit and how this thing's going to get crazier. And so, I don't know. I guess that stuff all becomes too big to grasp. And you just come back into your little house. Uh, you do your best to just, like, make your world smaller. Try to help people close to you. Try to make jokes. That's another thing, too, is I was like, Allie was observing, like, you know, with her. So I just do less stuff. I make less stuff online. I make less goofy stuff. I make less content in general. Uh, because, I don't know, I was trying to think about basically, like, why stay alive, I guess? Like, why, what is my, what do I feel like is the purpose? Like, like, if, like, what do I know is true? Like, what matters or something like that? And, you know... I kind of, all I could come up with is like something funny will happen. <laughs> like that something funny is bound to happen no matter what. Even if it's just like a joyless, your face doesn't even move, Lamau, that you type into a screen. Like it, it's gonna, there's a laugh around, there's somewhere, something funny. Even if it's like dark, <laughs> even if it's just ironic and right before you get executed, it'll be funny. And like that's kind of all we have. I mean, Ailey and I like, just bits is like all I all we got. You know what I mean? Not really. I mean, there's lots of like good stuff. I'm just saying. I think that's a primary thing. I think in any partnership, it's like I I can't even comprehend people who like don't put humor as like the main priority of life. Like something to laugh about. And she, I was like, I think I just kind of get the energy of my weird bits and thoughts out on her. You know, <laughs> make her laugh with them or really infuriate her and annoy the fuck out of her <laughs> with them. But I exercise them, so I don't do anything with them. And it's like I don't know. You just start to see like this this mandate that you felt you had this sort of career or whatever a hopeful kind of per this personality just sort of sort of dissolve into like a, being a little ghost and i'm like i don't know that's is that okay sure i guess when i was i feel plagued by this thought as well when i was younger my mom uh said some stuff about my uncle her brother that she was like because my uncle i thought he had a fucking awesome life dude like, he's married, married his high school sweetheart, and uh, had some kids, and he worked uh, his way up. He he started as he was like working a, the car rental, uh, you know, what do you call it, counter, at the airport, and uh, worked his way. Now he's like you know kind of a bigwig in the car rental company. Worked at that company for so goddamn long, um, but he had this like cool fucking Mustang that he like had in the backyard that he was you know working on all the time and he had some grapes growing in his in his yard <laughs> and uh and i just go play xbox had this cool dog at the time i think this might have been when i was a kid i don't know I maybe mean, he didn't have uh his own kids yet i think he did but and i was just like this is this rocks man what a cool fucking life and i remember my mom kind of like well she was younger she wouldn't say anything like this now i think she's changed a lot I remember her kind of like derisive and kind of like that he like was wasted potential or something that he was so smart and so thought he's just working a fucking car rental. I remember being like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? This bougie ass shit. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? 
Miss like half the travel or whatever for anything to be valuable. I don't know. Like, I was like fucking rocked. And so now here I am. You know, product of that bouginess, I guess. And uh, racked with just horrifying anxiety and depression. ADHD, taking my medication, but it does feel like it's getting worse. Self-care is just, yeah, not really, not really happening these days. In some ways it is. I'm just eating in a way that makes me happy, I guess. But that also means, like, after I did, like, this two- or three-month training thing to get ready for a movie, I got to do a little part in a movie, which was nice. Uh, a neighbor, like, was making this movie, and I, you know, she sent my reel and things like that, and she offered me a little part for a day in this movie. It was so fucking great. I was... Uh, it just felt so good to do it again, to do this thing that, you know, w- one way or another, I spent decades doing that. Like, it might not have been super right, but it was like, I was a pro at it, you know, doing theater and shit. And it's just like, when you fucking feel like you have a job that you know how to do, you know how you fit in that machine. Damn, that feels fucking good. It feels fucking good. It's like the Caesar Milan thing, you know, some some dogs need a job, they say. It's like it's always like you need to exercise them, you need to alpha them well, make sure their physical needs are taken care of like that, like or they're healthy or whatever. And if they still got behavior problems, oh, some dogs are working dogs and they need a job. And a dog that pulls sleds is only gonna be happy if you pull sleds. You know? Anyway, that's how I felt. I felt so fucking good. Got to act with Elijah Wood. <laughs> Just one little scene, you know, this movie where like uh I was supposed to only have one line, they let me like riff and just it's so fucking cool. Like, make shit up. It's great. Such a great time. Just delightful. And uh, I felt like I was already in a rut back then. I'd already kind of stopped doing quarantine calisthenics and stopped doing this and stopped doing anything. I don't know anything. And I, um, and I uh, was like, I use this as a thing to motivate myself. I'll train and do diet stuff for a few months leading up to the shoot, even though it's whatever. It's coincides with my birthday pretty much. And uh, it was good, man. It felt good. It felt good to like work on myself and so like weigh in my food. It was a little tedious, but I felt like I had this way to like focus your energies in a way and just not get too, you know, my head obviously these rambles. I can just get really fucking way too big, too spiraling sometimes. Yeah, it felt good. It felt like I had focus, whatever. And it felt good to know like, oh, I have, I have the discipline to do this if I want to do this. That's great. Did some, some kind of body transformation in, in that time and it just fucking was cool to be like, okay, I can do that. And then just started just feeling like, oh, so I don't fucking care about that anymore. <laughs> just eating like whatever all the time barely exercising not really exercising at all to be honest and uh i don't know man i i I mean i've gained like 17 pounds or something like that but i don't feel bad about it i don't know i kind of feel like i got this mustache and i like it you know what i mean (laughs) and and i don't know what that is i don't know if that's like embracing a kind of like Cause I'm such a fascist in my brain, you know, who's like, you got to fucking be tight, man. You got to be fucking strong. What are you doing? Well, you're such a fucking loser. You know, talking shit to myself all the time, saying horrible things to myself. And, uh, and that voice is getting a little quieter in the sense of like, in that sense. But I can't tell if the person like who doesn't mind it is like becoming more content, more like, hey, I'm okay. Grapes in the yard and the Mustang don't work out, you know? Or if uh, I'm just evaporating, you know? And I think the kind of panic and anxiety that sits in when I realize, like, I'm not making anything. I'm, like, not doing anything alive anymore. I don't know. Uh, 
you know, when I let myself defeat myself with like, who fucking cares what you have to say? Shut the fuck up. Nobody fucking cares. Disappear. Disappear, bitch. You know? You've had your fucking time. People who look like you, they fucking dish- they did all the evil in the world. <laughs> Which is true. You just like, you know, figure out a way to silence yourself. You're like, yeah, but I, I feel good when I do it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I, I never even like listen back to what I say. I don't I don't I don't really like listening to my own self. I don't like watching things I've made, but I love fucking making them, you know? So much. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Why does this uh sort of scratch at the itch? That's that's the same acting one, the same creative vitality one. I don't know. Got to do something. Got to exist. I mean, even just doing this right now, even just being out here doing this is like relief. It feels like relief. To talk into this fucking microphone that's going to go out anonymously and, you know, some people listen to it and some people will hear it and go, I fucking, who is this fucking guy? Another fucking guy who needs a podcast? Oh my God. And so I'm like, so annoying. He sounds horrible. This isn't useful at all. This is supposed to be a mental health podcast. What is this shit? Some people will like it. Some people will be like, oh, this uh, sounds like my brain a little bit. This is kind of validating. Some people will be like, oh, that was a useful little thing there that I like that. Some people I don't know, maybe they're just like me, and they're like, listen to podcasts when they go to sleep, because they just like hearing voices talking, so I mean, some people listen to that, and just hear me rambling on and on, like, uh, like you're stuck on a cell phone call with me, <laughs> I'm just fucking talking, and I don't realize, like, you're stuck on mute, and you've been trying to talk for many, many minutes, I don't even notice, because I just go, because I'm just off, and I'm going, I don't know, man. Uh, so, I don't know, I, I miss this, I miss the feeling that, uh, this connects me to some web of other fucking psychos out there who are doing our best, you know, struggling with these things, struggling with the encroaching sort of horror of the universe and the big pain soup and dealing with the anxiety and all the fucking shit that just doesn't seem to stop and our own brains that make it worse and compound it and just, you know... It's so weird. It's so fucking weird trying to be a person. Uh, But I'm trying, and I'm going to keep trying, I guess. And uh, I don't know. I have this urge to create stuff still, but it feels so disparate. All the parts feel disparate. And I'm talking to myself. I'm trying to talk out of that because, like, I've enjoyed doing my good bad brain, but I'm also like, I don't want my whole life to be like mental health stuff. Like I do, but I want it to all be that just as much as I want to be about like, I don't know, fucking cooking or working out and like poems and songs and weird comedy bits and movies, you know, <laughs> like I just want to make stuff. I don't, and I'm, and I'm also like, I'm like, I don't know, you know, is there like a, is there like a container I could create for that? You know, just, I look at the internet and you're like, there's people who just created containers for what the fuck they wanted. And that's so cool. You know, just like this idea that you could, you know, I mean, Allie's so fucking good at it. holding a vision, creating anything she wants. It's kind of what I want to do, I guess. Figure out how to make some like weird variety thing that basically is about that something funny is going to happen feeling. That's like, <sighs> this is, I guess, what I was going to talk about at the beginning and I forgot about it. And I just started rambling. I don't know. This is what I was going to talk about. It was like, in all this horror and all this agony, all this fucking horror, this anxiety is getting so fucking bad. I'm taking my medicine. I don't know. <laughs> I'm reading online, some people are like, it, by the way, check out the subreddit for ADHD if you have ADHD. It's very good. 
does the Al-Anon thing, you know, where you hear other people say experiences that you thought were yours specifically, but you're like, oh, other people, that's fucking very validating. That's interesting. Makes you feel a little less impossible. You know, every time you find out that some quirk of personality that plagues you and frustrates you is maybe actually uh, a symptom of something that's repeatable and can be explained and not just some moral failing, some, some another reason for your inner fash to tell you you're a fucking piece of shit. Uh, that's mine. I just I have this tape in my head that I'm a piece of, It's really bad. I, just, I don't know. It's not useful to anyone. Who gives a shit about it? Um, what's the fucking point? You know, like what you, you get so miserable that you're like, what's, what's, you know, the don't kill yourself list. <laughs> How did that start? What is the essence of the don't kill yourself list? And if I've known like life's, it's worth staying alive. That's why I figured that out. And I know for sure something funny is going to happen. <sighs> I'm like, I just want to create delight, you know, delightful little Things, little baubles of experience and life, little things that, you know, give you a little electricity in your body that say, ah, oh, this feels good to be alive. Whether it made you laugh, or whether it was delicious, or whether it was a fascinating thought, or or something that just made you feel like you fucking exist too. You know what I mean? Just something puts a little electricity in your heart, creates. A reason. Uh, something to keep dragging you through, like all the fucking bad shit that feels so bad all the time. What the fuck is with that? Grammy. Blocks bagel Grammy. Anyway, so I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out day to day how to how to fucking live. It's weird, uh, and this is such a dumb, I don't know, this is, like, still, man, decades later, still just fucking invalidating myself <laughs> every turn. I still remember talking to the first therapist I ever visited, I've ever, I ever fucking saw, and talking to the therapist and being like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I just don't have any real fucking problems. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I just, I don't really have fucking real problems, you know? I'm like, I'm doing okay. I got a good brain and smart, you know, I'm smart, capable. I'm physically capable. I'm, you know, fine looking. I got the world at my feet. I've got all the benefits of the easy mode uh, body, you know, type. White man. Straight. Whatever. No real problems. Just, you know, it's really hard to breathe a lot of days. It just feels really hard to be alive. And I remember that fucking therapist looking at me and being like, that's a real problem. I just cry about it. Ali said this thing. Because Ali's, you know, got anxiety. We're a lot about anxiety. Being closer to Ali. How it manifests this, uh, for me, how it manifests a lot, I see in her too, is this constant apology, which I'm doing now, which I've done through this whole fucking little brain breather, right? Constantly apologizing. I'm such a piece of shit. You shouldn't listen to this. No one should even fucking listen to this. I don't want to even make this. Don't make this. Don't, po- don't post this. Don't post this. Don't even make this. What are you doing? The universe has tried to tell you several times to not do it. Don't do it. Who fucking cares? Uh, if it's one, if one of you fucking little starfish 
value value to you, then that's enough, right? And I get it's like I could be a starfish too, right? If it's a value to me, <laughs> can I can I try to save my inner child? Is that a valid enough reason? Uh, constant apology, constant apology. Constantly saying, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Do you hate me? You hate me, right? I know you hate me. You mad at me? To the point I'm really pushing her away. Pushing me away. You're fucking so annoying. You're so obsessed with this own, like, thing. <sighs> and she said one time about her anxiety, it's like, you know, in many ways, she's very happy. She's the happiest she's ever been. But doesn't stop every day from being just agony. And that is tough. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I'm very grateful for her and for Grammy in my life and that that is like such a fucking wonderful, beautiful thing. Grateful to have some valuable projects to work on. Like, I love her and her show. I think it's so fucking wonderful, the impact it makes. And, you know, I got good friends. I got good things in my life. But you still feel like you're just drowning in this horror for some reason. And uh, I don't think anyone should live like that. I don't know what that's about. So here I am, I don't know, throwing my starfish back, uh, trying to throw my starfish back and saying what's up, saying hi, letting you know I still exist, hopefully letting you know that you still exist, saying, I don't know, maybe I'll do this more often. I like to do this more often. I love Dr. Nick. I talk. I text Dr. Nick. We talk all the time, just as buds. Uh, we just, I just haven't done, I don't think I'm going to do a live stream thing again. I mean, I stream like video games and stuff like that or stream like working out and just something. Cause you know, I realized was the part of the quarantine thing that was nice is, um, not even the coaching part so much, but just having people to do it with. Cause I was like so much of my working out life prior was jujitsu or, you know, it's just like you have groups of people you go meet. I used to have the times of the most active in the gym, I had gym buddies. We'd like go meet and. I just like the community, like having people around to do it with. You know what I mean? Video games are not as fun when you're alone. And I think uh, that's why I like doing good memory. And I like feeling like that there's some community that we're connected into. You're not a fucking alone. You're not a fucking weirdo. You're not some, I don't know. Uh, community, solidarity, these kinds of things. I think manifest most profoundly in the most mundane ways. You know? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm... Trying to drag my ass out of the fucking abyss and say what's up, do the brain breathing thing. Uh, it's like the nice thing about letting a podcast kind of go dormant like this is it's like more and more it's like your fucking thing. You do whatever you fucking want with it. So it's like not like there's like a format to do and hopefully not letting down too many of y'all. I don't know. This feels like the most repeatable thing and the most unique thing I have to offer is just honestly talking about my experience inside my fucking brain and body and hopefully i mean i think that has value i'd say objectively i like hearing other people's experiences with it to be honest but in any case i don't know be well self-care hydrate these things turns out turns out the hydration is like really not a joke <laughs> apparently anxiety and depression and stuff are like things that happen when you're dehydrated worse trying to get better at it and uh i don't know if you did any of the quarantine calisthenic stuff with me 
uh thank you for doing that and i think i'll start doing some more workouts again soon just casual though you know not gonna do the same thing repeatable all the time just anybody wants to pop in and hang out um because you know i don't know it's nicer that way uh yeah that's 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 it that's it thanks to, hey if you're a patreon and you've been continuing to throw a few bucks every month just to support the whole thing that really fucking rocks thank you yeah thank you patreon.com slash my good bad brain if you want to hang out there there's not a good note that i'm ending on this right I, I don't know except that it's important to stay alive i just know that in my guts and that i know something funny will happen and if we fucking keep at it with the focus of just creating like delight for each other you know because i don't know how to do justice i don't know how to create justice without being a real piece of shit on some other level you know go on a, a very misguided assassination campaign you know who knows <sighs> the timeline is young it gets crazier every day but i really i that you know that wouldn't cause any that wouldn't help that would just be more violence i mean it's like what do you do how do you do justice where where is the real life batman where's one of the billionaires who's like all right i did all this evil to become a billionaire now here i go and the answer is there is none because it's fiction because even the real Batman was a fucking billionaire who thought the best thing that he could do <laughs> was punch poor people in an alley dressed like a fucking ninja. You know? I mean, unbelievable. Uh, so I don't know. I can't do justice. But I can do delight. I can try I can try for delight. Uh, I can try for delight. I can try for, like, that electricity that makes you feel like, hey, we're people. And it's fucking pretty cool sometimes. You know? Delicious life. Sometimes something funny will happen. I don't know. All right. Thanks for letting me uh, talk into your head for a while. It really is very fucking cool uh, of you to do that, to listen. I have missed you. And I hope you feel the same on some level still. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, thanks, y'all. I'll uh, I'll talk to you sooner or later. Self-care, hydrate, all that things. And yeah, Patreon and then, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. You can go to mygoodbeverage.com and get some merch, but there's some weird stuff in the merch store. I had a bunch of fraud happen. Someone bought like 11 orders of quarantine stuff, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Someone's got their quarantine stuff. Oh, they're all fraud. And now I'm dealing with it. I might be out like a thousand bucks or something like that. Very cool stuff. Very good times. Uh, as you're trying to battle with uh, huge software and banking corporations, just to say, hey, you guys, you're kind of screw up to this. And I guess, but I want, I guess I pay for it. Is that what's up? Maybe. Working it out. But, hey, it'll still function if you want to go get stuff. Uh, thank you. You guys fucking rock. I hope you're keeping your head up through all this. I hope things get better. I really do. I'm trying to just not be just an absolutely doomer, black-pilled fucking psychopath. I, 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 I just think we got to keep trying, keep believing, keep moving. And then I'm just keep doing this delight thing. I don't know how to exit things. I don't know how to conclude. So here I am just continuing to drag on and on. I don't know how to conclude. Whenever I had to leave things, I never know how. I, I, I kind of end up doing this like, yeah, and then, okay, and I don't know how to leave now. So we don't, I don't know how to say goodbye. We said goodbye, right? We said it like seven, eight times. And I don't, 
and then I just very abruptly conclude. So be well. I love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.